I can hear you. Okay. And I can hear you, and everything looks great. And um, so I just wanted to ask uh, you, Dave, um, you have spent a, a couple days in transit um, and finally are getting to Kishino. Um, tell me what that's like. Tell me what you're seeing um, and tell us why you're going, why you're there. Well, the reason I'm here is because Hope Worldwide has set up a uh, refugee center for um, Ukrainians that are coming over the border into Moldova. Um, it's not a long-term center, but it allows for uh, people to come over the border uh, to have some hot meals, to have um, a warm bed to sleep in, a shower, uh be able to wash their clothes, and then while they're determining where they want to go, um, you know, it just gives them a little respite uh, for their journey. And uh, so I'm over here just supporting it and um, uh, and helping in any way I can with um, all of the setup and um, uh, in any way that uh, that Hope Worldwide would be needed. We have. Um, uh, a cup, we've had a couple of uh, our um, disaster response um, professionals come last week, so I'm just sort of following that up. And everything got, I mean, we're not even a month into this, to this war yet, but this center is open, operational, and has helped a lot of people so far, yeah? Yeah, there's, there's been hundreds that have come through here. And uh, we have been able to rent an entire sort of boutique hotel uh, that has about 120 beds. Um, and uh, they've acquired um, three different rooms, a, a room that is sort of a prayer slash meditation room, uh, an exercise room that um, one of the local Moldavians uh uh, the, uh, holds yoga classes, and um, they do some children's exercise classes. Uh, and then there's a um, small room where there's sort of like a, a worship center for people to uh, be able to go to church on Sundays. So, yeah, we've been very fortunate to be able to be at the right place at the right time. And tell us what, uh, you know, coming from Atlanta, you, you left Atlanta over the weekend. What is the most striking difference you're seeing between Atlanta and Kishno? Uh Well, <laughs> pretty huge. Um, for one, uh, Kishno is a former Soviet city from a long time ago. Um, so um, uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of improvements made, uh, but um, you see a lot of the, you know, um, concrete, large uh, apartment buildings. Um, and, uh, you know, it's interesting. You see, uh, I've just seen a number of people that, um, you know, just seem to be sad, Um that that are just uh, their life has been upended, and um, uh, interesting talking with Sergey just before you called about um, 
a lot of the women that have come over with children and left their husbands in, uh, you know, that had to leave their husbands in, in Ukraine, and um, they're, they're being asked, you know, where do they want to go, what city do, do they want to go to, and, and they've really not had to make decisions without their husbands. And so it's it's very hard for um, these moms um, and wives to to kind of decide what is our new life going to be, where is it going to be, without having their husband by their side to be able to do that. So some some mothers and wives have have actually gone back into Ukraine because they'd rather be with their husbands um, than sort of be without them. Wow. And and that really puts a, you know, just a face on it, trying to even think about they're trying to make decisions for their families, but they don't have their full family with them. Right. Wow. So that is, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. It's it's just really, you know, these are things you don't think about. And and then uh, I can't imagine my wife just having to flee to another country and then having to decide from that country, where am I going to go? Where is she going to go? And not really be able to talk with me or, or be able to make that decision as a couple. Yeah. And then trying to figure out then how do you get word, even if you do make that, that, that decision of this is where we're going and, you know, thinking through that and, um, there, there is all of that. And then also dealing with your kids and, um, you know, schooling and all that interruption. I mean, the I, the stress must be unbelievable. And I would assume there there is, as you mentioned, just a lot of sadness and a lot of depression. Yeah. And, you know, especially for for the children, children are very um, uh, they're able to overcome a lot. But um we were just talking about this earlier, how um, children do need some sort of structure. And, um, and you know, they often feed off their parents. And so if the parents are stressed, then they become stressed and show stress in their own way. And, um, again, with the moms over here worried about their husbands and and then – you know, the children seeing that, it just makes it hard on them. And uh, so we're talking about maybe setting up some very informal classroom structure um, just to give the parents a little break and to uh, during the day and to give the kids a little structure that might help them through this trauma. Yeah, yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, great. Um, and, and thinking through that, you are... Um, there for the next several days. And so we'll be able to kind of uh, check back in, see what else is coming in. Um, you're also set to head to um, Poland in a few days, correct? Yes, we're, we're going to be getting a um, big shipment of uh, supplies, uh, trauma uh, medical room supplies that uh, we'll be sending on to uh, working with the WHO and with the uh, Ukraine Ministry of Health to be able to ship that to uh, where it's most needed in the hospitals. 
That is great. And then you mentioned you had Lolly with you. Is he still standing by? Lolly Segedi is is still by. He's um, he's uh, born in Romania, but lives in in Alpharetta. Ah, Roswell. Can I speak to him real quick? Would he mind? Yes, I'm right here. Ah, Lolly. Right here. Yes. Um, I so, what made you want to leave Alpharetta and head to Chisinau? Well, my wife works for Hope, and uh, I have been—I worked for Hope before I moved to KU. I'm familiar with their uh, uh, with the organization and what they're trying to achieve and help. I really wanted to come and. Um, And learn what's going on, to to listen, and to be able to bring this back and uh, help people in the U.S. to to listen and hear the stories, right, the life, and uh, uh, to be able to have compassion and being able to help. So I just came to learn more, listen, and uh, be able to share these stories with those back home and uh, help them to, uh, to understand the, the human sacrifices and the pain that's going on. And I would imagine just even being there the few days that you've been there, you, you've got a lot that, you're, that you can share even now. Yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really humbling to be here. And to to see everybody, and again, we are in the mode of trying to meet everybody and talk to and and to listen. Uh, there's just um, stories of um, you know all, all, the whole spectrum, and, and just hearing how people back home, even in Ukraine, they're still as heroes. They're teachers who are still putting classes online for the kids who are are all over the world, and, and they can still participate online, and just all kinds of stories. They're just so encouraging to know that even though this is going on, there is there's the other side, the human side to this, where everybody's trying to do their best to, uh, to help, to participate, and to not despair. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is great, and thank you for going, and uh, you know, I look forward to hearing, hearing what you're going to share when, when you get back after seeing uh, all of that firsthand. That is not something that um, that many of us will will have the opportunity to do. So I'm I'm very uh, glad that you you know t- are taking that risk in order to to bring back some firsthand knowledge. Yes, would love to talk to you. No problem. Awesome. All right. Anything else um, either you or Dave would like to add before I let you go? I think just uh, one of the the things that strikes me so much is the resiliency of um, the Ukraine people and just of, of the two men that I'm sitting across the table with, um, that uh, their lives have been totally upended, and yet they're here uh, serving other people. And even as we came in to the, the hotel, uh, the Hope Center, um, there are the refugees are here helping other people as they come in, and um, and some of the guys are making trips to the border um, and bringing people back with them. And uh, that 
you know, instead of kind of just worrying about yourself, they're worrying about one another. And there's the, the tragedy of um, what humans can do by starting the war in Ukraine, but then there's the beauty of what humans can do when they love and serve one another. That is great. That is great. Thank you guys for taking the time with me today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. 